Okay, let's start this motherfucker, eh? Oh, that's very Wisconsin of me. That's Canadian. I think we should actually start it's the podcast with that. <laughs> All right, welcome. Welcome to another Wicker Biscuit. Welcome, welcome. Hey, everyone. How's Hi. it going? Great. All right. As always, <laughs> let's start out with some introductions. <laughs> Can we start over here? Possibly. I'm Amanda. <laughs> and I'm Ryan. I'm the only one not cracking up right now. <laughs> this is Carl. All right. And on Zoom, we got... Courtney. And who Oh, hey there. This is Leah. Well, hey there. Oh, hi there. Oh, hey there. <laughs> Hey there, hi there. Well, let's open this up to a little uh, chit-chat, guys. How's it going, everyone? Pretty good. Good, good. So what y'all been up to? Um, I almost died today. No. Not literally. Oh, okay, good. But I was, okay, so I've been having a bit of a Heather's party mm-hmm. in my car. So I got a bee in my bonnet that I needed all the Heather's soundtracks. Sure. The score from the movie and then the two musical albums that are out. And so I've been like learning all the songs and I'm singing and I was driving somewhat long distance today, not super long, but uh, I was listening to Martha Dump Truck's song before she commit attempts to commit suicide. Mm-hmm. And it was a really pretty song and I've, I've heard it in the last couple of days, but today it was like making me all weepy and I'm like, it's so pretty. It's such a good song. And then I like couldn't wipe my eye with my sleeve because I had snot on it. Oh, so sure. I, had oh. Use, I had to wipe my right eye with my left sleeve. And then I thought, Ryan. You're going to crash your car and die <laughs> listening to this sad song, and nobody needs that. <laughs> wow. Just just let the, just, just let your eyes be wet. It'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I say that was a smart idea. <laughs> <laughs> it was more comical than, like, really. I was just, because I was fine, but it was like, I could veer off the road. I don't know. <laughs> no, and, but we're glad you didn't. Yes. No, we like to have What year did that movie come out, Ryan? I know you know right It's like away. 88, but 89. Christian Slater was like my sexual awakening in that movie. Like, oh, you and, it was amazing. You and Buffy so Summers. Hot. Yeah, that makes sense. And his sister was Supergirl, so. Oh. But Courtney, if you really unpack that, that's, I mean. I didn't think character. Christian Slater was that attractive until he hit like 40. Like, really? he's good looking now. But yeah, Christian Slater at 40 is what you're saying? That That's when I thought he started to look really good. Oh, no, I thought he was so hot in Heather's. Mm-hmm. I think mm. the character is so disturbing. I don't know that I could find him that attractive. He's he's cuter in the musical. You feel worse for him in that one. I could do a whole podcast about Heather's, but we won't do that today. No. How was anyone else's day? <laughs> it's kind of quiet at work right now. Like it's it's the off season, so it's nice. I think everyone's just learning new stuff. And Carl's a football player, and they yep. just finished for yeah. the year. <laughs> <laughs> you know it. <laughs> That's a joke, people. That's all right. Sorry, listeners. I don't mean to confuse. <laughs> but no, it's good. It was a good day. It, we're playing the, um, is it too hot or cold in the office? Because that's what you do in Wisconsin. Like that's, When it's unseasonably warm. Yeah. You know, it's one of those, the difference between 69 and, you know, 71 and maybe. You turn like, around. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Courtney gets it. No, no, for real. Because I'm outside a lot and I'll have my coat on and I'll be kind of warm, but I get to the other side of the building where the sun isn't and it's like, oh, I'm so glad I have my coat on. It's freezing over here. But what Courtney's saying is, you know, a 69, a 71 is more spooning. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. I thought she was talking about turning around outside. 
No, she's letter. talking about like turning around like sexual positions. Well, ignore what I said then. No, no, no. Your comments <laughs> it didn't make any sense though. You were making ours more work appropriate. <laughs> but yes, I think so. That was kind of fun today because yeah. basically my co-manager and I just kind of bump it up and bump it back down. Because but whenever Carl bumps it up, bumping. when Carl bumps it up, he always turns into Whitney Houston. Bump it up, bump it up. Mm-hmm. That's the rule. All right. Why don't we just jump into the main biscuit? Ready to start then? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, let's do it. All right. So today's episode, we are going over Wisconsinisms, just little things that we love about Wisconsin. Now, we've mentioned it in several pods, but uh, we're we're recording in Wisconsin. Most of us are... In an undisclosed location. In an undisclosed location. Yes, we're not telling you where it is. <laughs> but um, all of us are born and raised here, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, so Car- Carl was hatched, but otherwise, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Okay. Yeah. So we're just like unreasonably proud of being from Wisconsin and just crazy obsessed with how awesome this state is. And but, we just want to share it with the not, world. Not, oh. in, not in a like arrogant, horrible way. No, no, no. No, absolutely. <laughs> not, like, not like Texas. <laughs> <laughs> well, everything's bigger there. Yeah. Untrue. Untrue. <laughs> you know Carl Cena dick pic. <laughs> <laughs> it's taken a few too. <laughs> Did I take any in Texas, though? Mm, I don't know. I should have. It's bigger in Texas. They would have been bigger. (laughs) (laughs) So this is good. We're going to start out just going over some basic Wisconsin-isms, things that we take for granted that people from other states just don't get. So let's dive on in. Let's dive on into Wisconsin life. Dum-dum-dum. First up, we have an article that I'm going to be pulling from that's the most Wisconsin things Wisconsinites say. So first they reference on, oh, if you have a baby, it's common to be like, congrats on the new baby. Did you put them on the Packer season ticket list yet? (laughs) And this is something that we all think about, but others don't because the Packer season ticket list is like, what, a 40 year wait, 50 year wait. So... What people commonly will do is when their kid's born, they'll put them on the waiting list, and then hopefully by the time they're 40 or 50, they can actually get Packer tickets. I think it's interesting. I actually had never heard of that. Really? Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. to be fair, yeah. our kid was born in Green Bay. Yeah. So you spent some time yeah. there. Yeah. There is 147,000 names on the wait list. Mm-hmm. They Fans at the top of the list have been waiting decades. Right. And that's what gets me because, like, you'll watch the NFL games and other places will have empty seats or they'll be talking about tickets for sale or, oh, we're going to have to have a blackout because they're not sold out. And it's like the Packers are literally sold out for 40 fucking years. I think it's wild just the culture of the Packers in Wisconsin. I I think it's fascinating to me that not everyone's, like, an NFL fan. Not everyone's a Packer fan. Hey, that's me. But, like... It it really is the when the Packers are on, no matter if it's like a losing season, you can drive through town and it's one of the you'd think it was like Christmas. It like it's just the quietest on the mm-hmm. roads. Yeah. There's not a lot of people out and about. And yeah, it's Sunday, but like it just has that air of oh, like yeah. there's definitely a difference in traffic. Yeah. There's yeah. traffic levels are different. Um everything feels different. Yeah, totally. I don't want to brag, but um Courtney was in the Rice Lake Warrior Marching Band high school, and we played the halftime show twice. Wow. On the field. Yeah, uh uh-huh. You got Uh to be on the field. On the fucking field. Yeah, you can't touch that that grass without uh permission. It was amazing. 
And we actually got to like sit like on like the edge of the field, like our whole little marching band. It was great. Well, that's pretty cool. Well, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you brought that up. Uh, Amanda got to be on the field once for like you weren't you in a marathon that was there? Oh, our child had um, they had a 1K race mm. for kids. So our child was like three and we didn't get to go on the field. You could run around the field, but you do not touch the field. Gotcha. Okay. Which our kiddo was like, <laughs> why can't I go touch the grass? And like, no, we're going to get kicked out. Uh, but yeah, it was, it was intense. And once I did a Spartan race there, which. Yeah. I remember the Spartan one. You didn't get to go on the field for that. Oh, no. Okay. No, you got to climb all the freaking stairs and they had all kinds of obstacles and shit that I couldn't do. Mm-hmm. But no, you, it, there was nothing on the field. I'm gonna break and tell a story from the Spartan race. So when Amanda was done with it, I didn't. I wasn't involved with it with her. She did it with another friend. But um, I picked them up afterwards, and she was telling me this whole story about this. In her, I'm putting this in air quotes because she's like this poor guy that was behind me. I, he got stuck with my butt in his face, and I'm. I say to her, I'm like Amanda, of all of the butts in this stadium that could have been in his face. The one that was in his face is the one that could not fart in his face because you have a stoma. Well, that's what I was thinking the whole time. I'm like, he doesn't even know how lucky he is (laughs) that there is no possible way that I can fart at him. So he doesn't know, but he's lucky. And I kind of want to tell him, but like, this is awkward. Yep. And I'm not going to turn around and tell him. Yeah. And then wasn't it right after the Spartan race? We went to Kroll's right across the street. Mm-hmm. Good times. Oh, man. Good That's times. some good chicken and some good chili. Oh, yeah. Kroll's is the best. If you ever get a chance, go there. It has not ever been remodeled. So it is. Oh, yeah. It's like a time capsule. It's so yeah. glorious. Yeah. You're walking right into the 70s. <clears throat> that's that's the appeal, in my opinion. Oh, 100%. All right. Next up, we got, I have to stop by the nearest time machine to get some cash. I grew up saying this because all of the, the ATMs were... The brand Time, spelled T-Y-M-E. Take your money everywhere. Oh, my God, that's what that means? Yeah. Oh, I didn't didn't realize that 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 was, like, a Midwest thing. Yeah, it was a Wisconsin It's not even a Midwest thing, because my college roommate is from Minnesota, and I had said, like, oh, we need, I need to stop at the time machine, and she's like, what? Right. I'm like, the time machine, I have to go get money, I need to go to the time machine, and she's just like, do you realize what you're saying? And I'm like... (laughs) No, what? I have no idea. Like the place where I get money, She's like, right. it's an ATM. I'm like, well, it is an ATM. They're not wrong, but time. No, I it. I grew up with my parents calling it that, so yeah. I didn't think anything of it. Yeah, a handful of banks in Milwaukee just came up with it in the 70s, and it's stuck. And then I was reading the article the other day about mm-hmm. it because I think in the fall of 2022, one of the smaller credit unions in the Milwaukee area revived the name, but they had to buy it from like. Discover Financial, who owns Pulse Aww, and all that stuff. That's too bad. But it's a licensing agreement, so sure. there are actually some ATMs in the Milwaukee area that have Time Machine on them again. Cool. Which is really cool. Yeah, I wish they'd bring it back. I like that. Yeah, I think it was a cool name. Yeah. Any other time? Oh. No. Okay. All right, next up we got, I hate it when the Cubs come to town and Fibs take over Miller Park. So I, I know what Fibs are. It, it stands for Fucking Illinois Bastards. But I, it's it's not something, I don't know, where we grew up, it was more like Vikings and Twins. Right, right. Yeah. But anyway, Carl, you were going to say Well, something. and that's, I mean, for me, where I grew up, yeah. you know, I grew up in Racine, so south of Milwaukee, 
And I don't think like we meant it ever really that much in a negative. I mean, obviously it has that kind of fun jabby, but it's funny when you're down there, it's just like here, you know, we're in Wisconsin going the speed limit. And all of a sudden, <laughs> zoom, this yep. like Illinois plated car comes past you. I think yeah, we, ours was up here. It was usually more like because of that stuff, not because of the Cubs. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, I think it was when I was a kid, we had one of the dog tracks, which thank heavens those are going by the wayside in mm-hmm. our era. Um, but we had um, one of the dog tracks down there and there was signs, billboards when I was a kid that was talking about how the Greyhounds were faster than car with Illinois plates. And I always, always thought it was so cool because you see this big billboard with a Greyhound on mm-hmm. it. That was really cool. Yeah. Um, but like even living in that area, I mean, you work and play just like we do here um, in western Wisconsin. Like we're close to the border. So yeah. you're doing stuff in the other state. And when you go down to Illinois, you're paying tolls. And that yep. was always the biggest thing yeah. is you try to navigate like two lane highways to make sure you didn't have to pay the tolls. Mm-hmm. But everything takes so long to get to then. Yeah. Um, there is a train, which actually, when we're talking about, you know, how we'd love to have rail across Wisconsin eventually. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just not that accessible. It's not like that common that people hop on the train and go to Chicago. Right. But I think there's that, you know, I, th- I think our generation has changed this kind of fib thing into a better connotation because I think there's a lot more people that have relationships and employers and schooling that are like across the border. Right. But I think it's just, it's, it's interesting that we have such a strong like rivalry with that state. We have kind of that friendly one with Minnesota and the UP of Michigan's pretty much ours, right? Like they're Wisconsinites. <laughs> yeah, I suppose. But I will tell you that I've had plenty of times where I'm like, oh, fucking Ubers. <laughs> Really? You, I feel you, like in our neck of the woods, it's, oh, those mud ducks. <laughs> you, know, yeah. the, you know, the good old Minnesota rivalry with, you know. Yeah. yeah. No, no, no. Totally. Totally. Yeah. We definitely got that over here. But when I was over in Green Bay, and it's not that we didn't like the Ubers, but like sometimes it'd come and they'd have like a really fucking thick Uber accent and we're like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Actually, I think you were more like, oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> yep. But, all right, next up, I got, I need a drink. Where's the bubbler? Now, the person who put this on, they must be on the other side of the state. Because that's, always, a, that's a regional yeah. thing. This is always the trouble with anything, even weather-related, when people are like, oh, the weather in Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. I th- we're not, like, a huge state, but we're not a tiny state. No. You know? Right. And with multiple regions, like, where I grew up, we had bubblers. Like, right. that's what it was. Yep. But I think it's because the company had that style, right? It was the it was a brand of by Kohler, right? And like yes. a lot of them yeah. were like center, so they bubbled out like a fountain. Yes. So I know. So you did call it a bubbler growing up, yeah. Carl, Amanda. I also called it a bubbler, and it was all bubblers. It yep. did not matter what type of. So style. that's like the eastern side of the state, and that's where yeah. Kohler's based. But yeah. Now we, I didn't even know bubbler until this girl named. Moved to our school in third grade, and our teacher was like, "She's from I don't remember where." And like, mm-hmm. they call it a bubbler. I'm like, oh, okay, that could be a fun fact. Yeah. <laughs> when you have like icebreakers, well, I grew up calling it a bubbler. But yeah, I just called it either a drinking fountain or a water fountain. Yeah. yeah. See, but then people get upset about like water fountain, like water fountains outside, and that's like the, mm-hmm. the no, I, I get it. I, hence, right, that can be confusing. So 
That I do but you, get. You could take a drink out of that too. <laughs> that might have some change in it. Oh, yeah. Sometimes they put a little chlorine in it, but that that helps things out, right? <laughs> Courtney, how was it in the Northwoods? We, you know, I don't think we did water fountain or bubbler. It was always drinking fountain, definitely yeah, drinking fountain. Mm-hmm. And Leah, you were with me in Rye Pie, so for you it was the same. Yeah, yeah. Water fountain, drinking fountain. Gary, do you remember at Sam Davy like the upstairs? drinking fountains like they were the ones that were you had to put your head in the wall oh yeah you know what i mean like they were yeah. they're like dug out it was like it was... this porcelain mm-hmm. thing that was yeah. set into the wall yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. that's what they were we in my gym too. i hacked I up a piece of bratwurst in that once <laughs> because i was I, like, I had a cold and i was like coughing and coughing and coughing and coughing and my teacher's like do you want to go get a drink i'm like okay so i'm get, drinking the water i cough and i and like and then the thing that's so funny is and this is how a third grade brain works. I was like, oh no, Gary the janitor's gonna have to pick that out with his hands. <laughs> gross. I, felt so gross. I think it's pretty much all the schools built like right after the war, so late forties, fifties that had those. Yeah, that makes sense. And now kids are spoiled and they all have the things that put the the water bottle and it fills up your water bottle. Do you know well, what water I drank when I was a kid? Yeah. How much not you enough. Can, not <laughs> right? enough. No, not enough. Like How much ever? you can lap up out we, of the porcelain. Gary and I did <laughs> in fourth grade, though. Actually, yeah, we, we were did. well hydrated because our we had a teacher come in the middle of the year. Like our teacher left to do this other project, so we had this long term sub, and everybody mm-hmm. hated her. But she let us have snacks Ooh, and water as long as it was, was water and, and healthy food. You could have. Snacks. I think she time. had to do it to bribe us because she was she already. Did. It was an uphill battle. I think so. But yeah. it worked because I I liked having my little. It did. It worked little, for some of us. A little Tupperware um, water bottle. It had like, little, oh, like, yeah. I had a little like Tupperware the one too. We had one of those too. And I would I would ration my water because you only had so many times that you could like okay well, now the class is going to go to the bathroom I'm like oh I can fill up the water mm-hmm. then so I like it had measurements on it and I'd be like I can't drink any more than this until two o'clock and if it goes below that then at three I can go get more like I had to like. <laughs> ration my water. You had a lot going on in your brain, I'm telling you. From I just didn't want to be out and be thirsty and be like, oh, I don't have any more water. Dang. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm impulsive. I would have drank all of it. I remember there was a debate once like, because somebody brought trail mix, which was counted as a healthy snack, but there was m ms in it. <gasps> so then they're like, that's not a healthy snack, but it was allowed. So then it was like, ooh. And relating back to the Wisconsin thing, do you remember when we learned about the different types of cheese and she brought in all sorts of cheese when we got to try it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> it, was the, it was also for math and it was graphs because mm-hmm. we voted on what ones we liked the best. Actually, there was another thing, too, where we – I don't remember where we went, but after she brought in the cheese, there was another cheese thing for some event and they had Munster and the lady's like, here, try this. And a bunch of the kids that were in that class were like, we don't like Munster. And she's like, no, try it. And we tried it. And we're like, this is good. She's like, yeah, because it has to be good quality and it has to be served at room temperature. Your teacher didn't know. And I'm like, ooh, way to throw some shade at her. That's fun. Wow. That's some serious uh, oh, this, cheese now. This for gal our, was serious about cheese. For our longtime listeners, that's the same teacher that we talked about in an earlier episode having a mothball sweater. <laughs> yes, that is that it's mothball McGee. Well, I was thinking about the water thing. Like, we're pretty fortunate to have i mean obviously two great lakes and rivers and a lot of springs i mean and just the natural water tablet but it's pretty amazing the access to water i think that's something i talk about a lot when i tell people like what's one great thing about living here i think that's really important so i have here i'm not gonna read it word for word but uh they're referencing the stop and go light 
they never call that in our area, but I know Courtney's referenced it. So Courtney, oh can I my have gosh, you? yes, you go right there to Cameron at the Step and Go Lights, and then you turn left and you head on over there to Warehouser. Yes. So fill us in. Did Absolutely. people actually call it that where you were from? Hell yeah. You only have one set of Step and Go Lights. I mean, yeah. Yeah, that was not a thing in Eau Claire. I think we just called them the traffic lights. Yeah, we called them traffic lights. Yeah. Or we would sometimes call them stoplights. Yeah. But I think so that's that's part of the Wisconsin thing. I think that a lot of people underestimate, you know, having almost a dozen decent size urban areas mixed in with so many rural areas. Like pretty much you drive what 15 20 minutes from a city and you're in a pretty rural area. So the culture of that can change pretty fast. Mm. Indeed. Anything <laughs> else on the stop and go lights, or should we go to the next guy? We should go right past it if there's only one. I mean, actually, <laughs> <laughs> tech doesn't even have any. <laughs> we had one on the way out of town, and then they got rid of it. Yeah. And then it was like, we don't even have any anymore. Yeah. Not okay. even on the outskirts. That's at the next town. So, next up, I've got something that's more of just a topic, general ideas. It's not like sayings, but first up is brought. Um, so I admit, like I took this for granted. I didn't really realize until when I was older and people came from other States, when we talk about having a brat, they'd be like, what the fuck are you talking about? And show it to them. They were like, this is like a sausage. I'm like, well, yeah, it is a sausage, but it's short for bratwurst and it's a German style sausage. And, but just completely how? take it for Describe how? it in that sentence. Absolutely disgustingly. Like what it means in Wisconsin, a tube of tender meat. <laughs> <laughs> Often cooked in beer. No one says that. Well, I think the biggest thing is like is like the German migration, even within our country. Yes, I mean absolutely. But it's true though, because there's that episode of Facts of Life where they're making bratwurst, and they say bratwurst like the whole episode. Nobody says bratwurst. Right, right, right. Those New Yorkers. Oh, Californians pretending to be New Yorkers. Let's be. When Amanda and I, right after we were married, we would host baseball players that were coming from all around the state, and they brought the country, (laughs) not the state. Yeah, they'd come from all around the country, and yes, we did. These kids were in college. Yeah, we weren't that much older than them. I know it's kind of crazy because we were like twenty-two, and they were like eighteen. Yeah, Yeah. if not older. Anyway, but they're they're coming in, and of course, because it's at a ballpark, there's always brats. And they're like, what the fuck are these brats? And I'm just like floored. Like, how do you not know what a brat is? Considering in this state, you go to the goddamn grocery store and there's a brat, brat wagon outside. Yeah. <laughs> you make a lot of money with that. Yeah. But yeah. And then also we went to a baseball game out in New York. And I think they had, they had hot dogs, of course. Yeah, they but didn't they have were brats. no brats. And I'm like, no. what? It threw me. It is weird. But even when you go to like the Twins game, it's not like they have brats. Oh my god, oh, they don't? No. I mean, they, <gasps> no, they have like the regular hot dog and they have like the jumbo dog. The jumbo like, oh, dog. That's not a brat. The old dome dog, yeah. Dome oh dog. Oh my heavens. They could at least have a fucking pronto pup. <laughs> <laughs> right? But I think that's part of it. Like, it is very, it's weird that it's very like specific to Wisconsin in that sense. Because I will say this with our Minnesota brothers, like, we shit on them, but it, I kind of put it this way to someone. They're like, because they were like, I don't get it. Like, you guys shit on Minnesota, but you like them? I'm like, pretend we're siblings. And we bicker. But if Alabama ever started some shit, we would have Minnesota's back. <laughs> I think we always want better for each other, too. Like, yeah. we always want, you know. Yeah, and I want them to have brats at their <laughs> concession stands. Well, here's my thing. So, 
as much as I will give them shit, they they got it down with the pronto pups. Yeah, you know that's that good. Yeah, so I think what I like about the brat is like it contains its own heat. Like it stays hot. Sure, it's mm-hmm. an amazing. It's an amazing. Just meat. like you. Yeah, just like Carl. Carl runs warm. That's it's why I always... put Carl on a bun, hun. <laughs> <laughs> I got one person to laugh. <laughs> I was on a bun. <laughs> you know, Carl was on a bun. <laughs> Any more banter on brats? Baby. Yeah, he was. Um, I I crave a brat like once or twice a year. Ah, uh, okay. Um, one thing they had on here, which I'm actually going to disagree with, but they had on pop. So their statement is in the pop versus soda wisconsin is a pop state i disagree i say wisconsin's actually a soda state except in eau claire area it pop bleeds in from minnesota it says pop for the western half of wisconsin i don't know my glasses oh (laughs) well they are right next to you but then i can't look at you guys oh well i think teach their own i think it's probably used Ryan and I always say pretty interchangeably. Like I've always said both. It's yeah. never been an issue in no, my household. I and I actually usually say sody. Oh yeah. <laughs> so sody pop sometimes. Like it's kind of that I grew <sighs> up saying pop and then I moved over to Green Bay, switched to soda, and then when I came back I just never switched back well, I, again. I, my thought is like you say soda fountain. Yeah. That's literally what it's called. The one says Oh, I worked at a drugstore in the forties and I worked at the pop fountain. Right. <laughs> but my thing is, if I know what you're talking about, I don't care what you call it. Can That's we true. agree that we don't call them soft drinks? <laughs> I do if it's the 60s. Because when I was a kid and I was watching 60s Batman and Barbara Gordon says, can I offer any of you a soft drink? And I remember asking my mom, what does that mean? And she was like, well, like a soda pop. And I was like, but doesn't that kind of burn your throat? Because when you're little, soda's right. a little. Uh, and she so was, well, no, because it's not hard liquor. So it's a soft drink. I'm like. Okay, I guess that makes sense. None of that made sense. That makes me think of like a restaurant with a tablecloth. Like, we have tea, coffee, soft Soft drinks. drinks. I I just think of soft drinks and I have like an image of a fluffy blanket and a pillow (laughs) and a beverage in there. And it's very confusing. You don't want this caffeinated beverage. We need to make that a picture for the social media. Well, I I was actually (laughs) just thinking, I want to do a sketch someday where we have a lady who like looks like she's from the 60s. And she's like, anyone for a flaccid beverage? (laughs) (laughs) Like, a what? A flaccid beverage, you know. A flaccid beverage. Did you just get a thesaurus, Pam? (laughs) (laughs) Pam and her fucking thesaurus. She just wanted to add to the ambiance. I love you scrolling through these because some of them are so funny to me. I think it's important to to have a polka section at most functions. Like, I thought that... So my grandparents owned... Well, I've talked about this. My grandparents owned a tavern. And part of their tavern, they had like a dance hall attached. And my grandparents met at a dance and they all polka danced. Yeah. And my mom never taught us to polka dance. Like she did try a couple times and I was very confused and I had no idea what the hell she was doing with her feet. But she would get so mad (laughs) because because for pep band, we'd always play um, beer barrel polka. And she's like, all of you kids, you don't know how to polka. You just hop back and forth, and that's not polka dancing. And I'm like, well, what What do you mean it's not? And she's like, this is what you're supposed to do. And she tried to teach me, and I'm like, I don't know what you're doing. 
That's... I'm just going to continue to do mm-hmm. what I'm doing. But anyway, so that's one thing where my mom is very Wisconsin. And then second, like when I was little, so my grandparents had like a little clock radio in their kitchen and sometimes it would go like it would be on and it was always a polka station. And my, I'm like, why do grandma and grandpa only ever listen to polka? Because I just thought it was ridiculous. And my mom's like, oh, grandpa only thinks that there's polka stations. And I was like, oh, okay. And I believed I almost... her. Like, I just thought that was the only music they knew existed. And that was that. Last year, I almost died when my son joined a polka band. Oh, that's that was so cool. amazing. It was really good. It actually ended up being actually pretty cool. And he played the Gary beer, beer polka. I videotaped it. Uh huh. There's a lot of oom to the paws, but mm-hmm. yeah. He and I played the bo- the same trombone part for the beer, yeah, beer polka. Was... The trombones didn't get to dance. What reason? No. I don't remember what I was going to oh, say. Sorry. Oh, sorry. No, it's apparently poking in my mind. Um, that's perfect. I hope you were doing it the right way, not, <laughs> not the way that. I mean, part of about. it is like I love that it's something that you can do at the old-fashioned barn dance, mm-hmm. or you can do it in a tavern. We did. Oh no, we learned. Or you can do it at a sports in game, Fayette. like. Or you can do it at a formal function. Mm-hmm. I think it's just a fun. Like I think it's one of those things most people. Well, because there's always polka music at um, a lot of wedding receptions. Yeah. Oh no, did I we remember. have polka? Well, at some of the smaller county fairs, too, there'll be like yeah. a polka stage. Well, and I was going to say, I did remember what I was going to say. let's hear it. Until the last couple of years, one of the local country music stations in the morning, after the farm report, mm-hmm. um, had polka for the first couple hours of the day. Oh, I used to listen yeah. to that on my commute. Because yeah. I'd be like, oh, hi, Grandma and Grandpa. And There's I'd something kind of quaint about it. <laughs> so I would listen to the polka music, and, and then I'd fun. tell my mom. They'd always talk about who the artist was, and I thought that was it was so cool. <laughs> it really was. Well, I have like great aunts and uncles or something. Apparently, they had like a pretty big polka band, and there's like really cute pictures of them. Like they had their little saxophone and like their country yeah. western get up and stuff. And I'm like, oh, I think look at you guys. If you go in a lot of museums in Wisconsin, a lot of the big bands in Wisconsin had pretty much a polka album. Right. <laughs> There's a, well, and if you cool. know, like, the lyrics to some of the polkas, like, my mom They're would sassy. sing it, and I'm like, what the hell is this? It was a, just a bunch of drunkards, more yeah. or less. This is probably the most Wisconsin thing I could say, other than the stop and go lights, but my mom was a Moose Club member, and they had a polka band called the Kitchen Band, where she played the accordion, and then the other ladies just played an assortment of pots and pans, <laughs> and, That's amazing. like... But it it was they were pretty fancy. They were they were. Did somebody have a washboard though? Yes. Even yes. though it doesn't really a washboard on. stomach. Ooh. <laughs> Can someone play the spoons? I'm actually yes. pretty wicked at the spoons. Nice. Uh huh. Yeah. My mom actually played the accordion. Oh my! Yeah. Oh my gosh! When my mom died, she had like eight or nine of them. Wow. Yeah, she was really into accordion, <laughs> which is super cool. Oh, that is cool. Actually, no, it really wasn't. Because when I was 10, she decided that I was going to start polka band lessons and learn how to play the accordion. And every day she made me practice for a half hour. And I just cried half hour every day. I'd close all the windows in the house and nobody would hear it. And I'd be like, roll out the barrel with just tears. (laughs) You were a very sad polka gal. It was. Oh, I wish we learned the accordion. Leah, do you have something on that? Did anybody else learn to polka in gym class? 
like I did. Yes. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes, we did. We had a dance. We and had... square dance, yeah. I was the same member square we dancing square a lot. dancing. Which... And line dance. Yes. Who does that anymore? I mean, like, other than my great aunts and uncles who are all dead, because I know one of them was a square dance caller. Even though they're dead? One of them was a square dance when caller. When we were down in Texas last down in Texas last year, I think a lot of like fitness people also are line dance. My grandpa line danced. I think it's like part of that whole like hmm. how I got ladies. I don't know. What do you call that? Texas Zumba? I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> my grandpa could have instructed that Texas class. Texas Zumba. I like it. Texas Zumba. But at the Barron County Fairgrounds, once a year, they would have um, tractor square dancing, where they would have like four or eight like tractors, and they would go through all of like the square dancing steps. And it was oh. actually really pretty cool. But anyways. <laughs> also, there is a whole festival, Pulaski Polka Days. It's yes. a big oh, deal. Yep. <clears throat> that is a big deal. Oh, yeah. If anyone gets a chance, like, do look at Discover Wisconsin. That's like the central location for all the eccentric, mm-hmm. wonderful festivals in Wisconsin. Yeah. So one thing that they had on here is Wisconsinites know how to make a question confusing or no. <laughs> That's something I never really thought of because. Do you want to come with or no? I say it all the time. <laughs> exactly. Do you wanna do you wanna go come to the store with me or no? Yeah, no. No. Right. No, yeah. Oh, yeah? Okay. No, yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah, no. No. Oh. All right. Those are two separate things. See, but to me it totally makes sense because you're saying yeah to acknowledge what they said and then you're answering. Yeah. Is it one of our overly polite things also, that we do? Maybe. No, yeah, is the same like Oh yeah. I, I no, grew up doing yeah. that, so I yeah. never think oh no, 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 yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I'm doing it now. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't know if you ever did it that bad. No, no. Because I was doing it as an example, and then it literally snuck in for real. <laughs> and then I just stopped talking because I'm like, oh, fuck. That's how you usually talk, no? Yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah no. No, yeah. But, so, is that Midwest or is that just Wisconsin? I don't know. I think it's our way of letting them opt out. Where it's like, would you like to do this or no? Yeah, ex- mm. exactly. No, no, no. I think we do. Do you want to go to a movie with me or no? Yeah. Yeah. It's fine if you don't. Maybe that has some like Scandinavian Nordic <laughs> roots to it. Maybe. You know. I will invite our listeners. Please write to us. Let us know. You're in these other states. Some of you are over in Ireland. Tell us what it's like in Ireland. What do y'all do? How do you let people have an out? Or don't you? <laughs> <laughs> do you want to do this? Or no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh my god, I would love that. Hey, you want to go to the store with me? You better fucking come. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway. All right. So I think that's that's kind of it for the Wisconsinisms. Okay. Then, um, so we're going to get out of the, the pre-done Wisconsinisms that we we're finding online. And we're going to go to a list that just um, Amanda and our new associate producer slash writer slash helper lisa helped out with and we just brought up the things that make us really proud of being wisconsin that just other states don't get so number one we have our dairy so i remember as a kid i'd watch like a the show step by step and there was that one dude that'd be like it's the cheese state and i'd be like oh embarrassed like why are we known for cheese and now that i'm older i don't give a shit Fuck yeah, we're known for cheese. Cheese is awesome. You know, it's interesting with the variety of cheeses and ice creams and everything, but butter. Ooh, mm-hmm. yes. And like the law of butter in Wisconsin. 
Do you think that's why we have such a following in Ireland is because you love Irish, <laughs> love butter, Irish so butter? That may be. Like, I do fucking love Irish do you butter. Know, do you know the law? Like I've heard, but please, please elaborate. This makes me happy. This law has been in place since 1895. Yeah. The serving of colored oleomargarine or margarine at a public eating place as a substitute for table butter is prohibited unless it is ordered by the customer. Oh my. We're Yo- serious. Yeah. Oh yeah. You don't fuck around with butter. It's pretty crazy. And, like, that means public spaces, even, like, public cafeterias. Mm-hmm. Like, there has to be butter. Yeah. That's I like pretty, it. That's pretty intense. Because, obviously, there's definitely some health guidelines there. But violators can be fined up to 100, between 100 and $500 and imprisoned up to three months. <laughs> Wow. (laughs) Would you imagine, like, being in the clink and they're like, what are you in for? I served margarine without permission. Like, to seek a career in enforcing this law. Oh my gosh, yes. No kidding. The CIA. I'm sorry. Butter department. Ma'am, did you order this margarine? (laughs) Or did they just give it to you? They just brought it. I don't know. Absolutely. Point to the person who gave you this margarine. Tell me. Tell me now. Don't protect them. Is it just Wisconsin that does dairy breakfasts? Oh, I don't as far know. as I know. Well, I think that's probably regional, depending on like your specialty in your state. Well, you know what? Please elaborate though on dairy breakfast, so those who aren't familiar with it can have, hear. Have all of us been to a dairy breakfast? I've actually never been to a yeah. dairy breakfast. Oh, <laughs> shut the front door! No, I haven't. It's the only time where you wait, can wait, wait, have, wait. Like... wait. Of all the people to tell Gary, shut the front door, you haven't done something. Courtney's going to try to come for you right now. Yeah. Yeah. This is going to be your pop This well, is going to be your pop and cherry. This is going to be a pop and cherry episode, apparently. Dairy breakfast. And let me tell you, Barron County Dairy Breakfast is like $5. They have the best scrambled eggs in the world. And I found out the secret. I'll tell you the secret. Not I watched it. them. It's not margarine, is it? It definitely is not margarine. No, no. <laughs> They put in powdered chicken base. Oh. It's to die for. Seriously. It sounds weird, but it's amazing. They have the best scrambled eggs. I want to come to... They also pass out. Because I I couldn't really answer because I don't know if I've been to one. I feel like I have because I think I went to one with like my grandma and grandpa once. Okay. They're pretty common even... Let's just say you haven't and we get to pop your cherry. In Wisconsin cities, they're pretty popular too. It's not like a completely rural thing. I mean, I've totally gone to like flapjack breakfasts. But just, and they also have, at Barron County, breakfast. they have endless supply. There's just people going around passing out freshly made cheese curds. Nice. Can we buy like the vats? Can it's we amazing. back up though? So, what exactly makes it a dairy breakfast? Because you elaborated on the eggs, and eggs aren't really dairy. Well, so you get, so you, what happens? Okay, so every county elects a farm. Okay. And that farm hosts the dairy breakfast. Okay. And so it's a, it's a I just want to paint the picture so that that's you're going. 72 counties in the state of Wisconsin. Okay. Yep. <laughs> so you go to somebody's house, basically, and they pitch a tent in their yard. Oh, my you God. Because they like vehicle. having guests. <laughs> they're just like, you walk into the yard, and they're just like, I got a boner. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, if you had their scrambled eggs, <laughs> But... You park in their hay field, and uh, you I've never eaten breakfast so close to cow shit. <laughs> like, you literally smell. 
<laughs> but I think it, that it, needs it, to be a term in Wisconsin. I mean, how close to cow shit were you? No <laughs> Pretty damn close. Like, that's a good measurement. No, yeah. Uh huh. Uh huh. I'll tell you though, it's it's an experience. It's a good time. It's a good time. But that's different from like if if you just have a field that you rent out and they fertilized it because it oh, smells because like cow you, shit. And it's, you totally earn like wisconsin street cred when you have been selected oh yeah that's the a dairy big deal. breakfast farm they put usually, it like, all the, over in the papers the local radio oh, station mm-hmm. usually is yep. there yeah, yeah. oh yeah big deal i, I don't know how i've gone my whole this whole time not knowing this oh it's a big deal yeah, and you can buy like ice cream sundae see, for like she doesn't bring me. i only went to like one and it was because there was a it, there was like a fundraiser for my kid's daughter who had like a con- congenital heart disease. Okay. okay. So okay. I went with like my pa- with my dad. Oh, that's fair. I think dad. Courtney, did you say ice cream sandwich for breakfast? Ice cream sundae. No, ice, ice cream, cream sundae. sundae. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Could I have yeah. an ice cream sundae? We all know the ice cream sandwiches for the nighttime, Carl. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, it Says is. you. And they, they also have like Clydesdales there. <laughs> Speaking of sex, Ooh. I don't know. Why that <laughs> but... Um, but they they give out free wagon rides. <laughs> I should be a spokesman for the dairy breakfast. I'm telling you, you haven't gotten to the dairy part yet. There's just the hot horses at, dairy. <laughs> at the dairy. That's why it's a dairy breakfast. She got There's lots of cows. That <laughs> shit, like ten feet away from you. It's great. But is I'm there a lot of is yeah, there a lot of a... dairy served though? Like. Oh, there's milk. Yes. Milk? Okay. Yes. Yeah, that's like the beverage you, of choice. Okay. And depending on which county you go to, you might have pancakes or mm-hmm. waffles or who knows. Okay. Um, no, I, I, and, I, I, I'm getting it now. Just when you first started, I, mean, I literally thought everything on the menu is dairy based. Well, a lot of it no, is. You put no. milk and butter in pretty much sure. all no, of that. No, that's true. That's true. Yeah. And, and some and places, you. like, the Hayward one, they make like fresh whipped cream for their pancakes. Mm. It's like a whole circuit, and it's like law that you cannot like all plan the same Saturday. Like you got to stagger it in the area, yeah. Okay, so you can make like the circuit. Yeah, we have to pop some cherries We're doing and do it. this first. Barron County is the first Saturday in June. We're doing it. Okay, Leah, have you uh-huh. ever been to one? What was I, that? I was. Yeah, I, I believe oh, so. Leah. Um, I want to say, I don't know if it was co- like considered a dairy breakfast. I want to say it was maybe put on by like a rural firehouse. Oh, okay. But it was in a barn. Okay. Um, sounds like a dairy breakfast to me. Right. It, it, feel, it sounds and feels very similar to everything that you're saying. And it was like pancakes and eggs and like all of the stuff. And it was like oh. just big long tables inside of a open barn. But I want to say it was hosted by like a... A f- like a rural firehouse or something. Okay. Yeah. Well, Can I, I have anything. the wicker biscuit people help me in a test quickly? Sure. Can I spell a word and then starting with Amanda, we go around the table and we say that word. It'll be the same word for everybody. But once I spell it, can we all just take a turn and say it? Yeah, go ahead. Can I write it's it down? It's a Wisconsin word that apparently we can't say correctly. Oh, sure. Okay. You ready, Amanda? Yes. B-A-G. Bag. Ryan. Bag. Bag. No, oh, wait. me. Bag. <laughs> and then Leah. Bag. And then I say bag. Huh. Apparently we say it really, like, how ridiculously. We, how do we say it? We're more of a bag 
than a bag. bag. I can't well, even do it the way not, bag. Because it's bag. not a bag. I hate when people say bag. 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 Like, I just physically bag. can't even do it. Yeah, I feel like I'm going to gag on it. I have bag. a lot going on with my mouth. Bag. Are we goats? Bag. Bag. Sheep. sheep. Oh, sheep. Sheep. Oh, my God. <laughs> do you I did not know that that was a there? thing until like two years ago. Um, and my, somebody was like, oh, you can't be saying it like that. My like, stepsister and I got in an argument as children about it because she's like, you say that funny. And I'm like, how do you say it? She's like, bag. I'm like, no, you Ugh. say it funny. It's bag. It's bag. Bag. Well, right? someone, one of the people that I went to like school with bag? used to make fun of me how I said dad. Because she's like, you say like dad. And I'm like, I don't think I do. But <laughs> I probably do sometimes. My dad's cousins, apparently they were like whiny because the joke with them was always dad. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I, I like the bag theory though. That was good. Well, I think that's, that's something correct. to be said about Wisconsin. I think you know, in the the TikTok era of things, I think Wisconsinites are pretty like we work hard. We know we play hard, but like we're pretty creative people too. I think that's what's pretty cool about it. And I think we have a variety of interests. I want to like, say I'm a Wisconsinite, and I avoid working hard or playing hard at all costs. <laughs> so whatever. But we're like not like. We got something. We need something to do when we're cooped up in the yeah. normally cold winters. Like I don't think I know a lot of boring people from Wisconsin. Oh, I do. Really? <laughs> I don't. I think you do. You're They're just all being, characters. You're just, you're just being nice, <laughs> Courtney. You're with me on what? this, right? There's no boring people in Wisconsin. They're just all oh, characters. Oh hell no. Yeah, well, there's I mean, boring people. Uh-huh. I met them. <laughs> I smell what you're stepping in. Yeah, oh, that's fair. I've worked with some. <laughs> I won't say where. <laughs> but they're there. They know who they are. Okay, moving right along. Um, for those who know, Wisconsin has a baseball team, the Milwaukee Brewers. And uh, for a lot of us, their stadium, which was called Miller Park, which is now American Family Field or whatever yeah, the hell it is. Right. Um, it will always be Miller Park. I don't care what to say. Yeah, screw that. It's Miller Park. But why are you so loyal to it? That's my curious Because question. I am rigid in my thinking, and that is what it was called when I was little. <laughs> well, the team's the Brewers. It's, I mean, it's it's beer. And now Miller, it's American Family Insurance. Miller was, like, the number one beer there. I want to give you a little more fuel for your argument. Please do. So, when the Braves left mm-hmm. Milwaukee and moved to Atlanta... Um, one of the most integral families about getting baseball back in Wisconsin was the Miller family. Oh, see, there we go. They also actually helped build the county stadium. So when Ooh. we got the Braves from Boston, um, plus they're the majority shareholder for the Packers. So the Miller family is actually huge yeah. in Wisconsin sports. So that's part of it. I think for me, I think at least they should have named the grounds. Yeah, around the right. you know the stadium Miller Park still because I think that would have been a good honor, mm-hmm. right? Because like they just they they contributed so much to that. Right. Otherwise, you wouldn't have that. We wouldn't have baseball back in Wisconsin, right? That'd be so, so sad. But yeah, that's my reasoning. That's like more like it'd been nice, right? And you know, honestly, I didn't know the history of like the Miller family itself, but even that going beyond miller brewing company yeah absolutely that no duh it should no duh (laughs) (laughs) yeah it should duh yeah or no right (laughs) yeah no but actually that kind of went 
into your next section. Yeah, the other thing <laughs> I have on here is just the insane pride that comes with owning the Packers. I love it. I love that the the city own or the the people own the Packers. It's the only NFL team that's that's publicly owned, and it's interesting because growing up seeing the Packers, I see things on other teams that just baffles me. Like, oh, this team's being traded over here, and I'm thinking to myself, why would they let that happen? Why would the fans? Let that happen. And then it's like, oh, yeah, because some billionaire owns it, not the people. Um, and it just it floors me. But it's so great. And I, I think it gives us a, such a deeper pride in our home team. And the fact that the stadium isn't called um, like, yeah. I don't know even what name it would be up in Green Bay. <laughs> um, some pa- named after some paper mill or something. Yeah. I don't know. Um, Georgia Pacific. But, it, you know, it's Lambeau Field and it won't. It won't ever have a different name. Well, I shouldn't say that. I mean, it things could. could change, but hopefully it doesn't. No. And so just, I, I love that we own the Packers. And uh, even though I don't specifically have a share, I, I know of people that do. So I feel like it was cool that by they, proxy, I kind of do. During the playoff game, they interviewed that one family that was from Texas. And the dad was like so proud. It was pretty cool. It is cool when you walk in someone's house and they have the like stock certificate hanging on their wall. My aunt does. Yeah. And that was actually what my brother, like, she left him. I got a doll from Spain, and he got (laughs) her package here, (laughs) which was very sweet. But, yeah. But she had a little t-shirt that said Packer shareholder. So cute. She was so proud of that. It's a lot cuter with your doll eating your Spanish hamburgers. Mm -hmm. Well, (laughs) yes. It is a nice doll. I don't know how she got it home, but it is a nice doll. And then... I'm going to flip the last two because I really want to go in depth on the la- the the one that's up next. But I take deep pride in some of the best sitcoms in the history of television having taken place here in Wisconsin. So I have a couple here listed. We've got Happy Days, Laverne and Shirley, Step by Step, and That 70s Show. And my- so then technically, That 90s Show. Yeah, so oh, technically yeah. That 90s Show even. But it's such a wholesome place. It just makes sense to have your your American, which I'm going to destroy with the next topic. But anyway, <laughs> that's that's why I was giggling. There's also uh, picket fences, like oh, yeah. oh I very short run. That, show. that was such a good show. You know, Rome, Wisconsin, with the background from Hazard County, Georgia, which obviously was Dukes of Hazard, which mm-hmm. obviously was California. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, it was it but was like, Rome, Wisconsin. I it, where. In Milwaukee, there's like a statue for the Fonz, and I've heard that Henry Winkler actually will come back and and look at it and be like, "Hey, it's my statue." And I just I just love that that's in Wisconsin. <laughs> I'm pretend that that's it. He just says which, that and um, then leaves. Which uh, <laughs> wow. which soap was down in uh, um, Young and the Restless? Still yep. is yeah. Young and the Restless is still in Wisconsin. Yeah. What what what? Is it? I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. I don't think that was one of my one shows. One time, one time the Brewers were on it. Yeah, it was very cool. Ooh. Because it was like Jeff Cirillo and J.J. Oh. Hardy, I think. No. Well, yeah. Yeah, it was pretty sorry. crazy. That's the era, yeah. <laughs> well, anybody else want to give out some things about sitcoms and fun Wisconsin sitcom memories? I know I mentioned earlier that there was the one dude in the show, I Step don't... by Step, who'd always be like, we're from Wisconsin, the cheese state. I remember yeah. in okay. Step by Step, they said Green Bay, and they said it 
really like they emphasize the green bay yes and i was like monica geller says it that like it's a question is that and i was like they're supposed to be from wisconsin why can't they say green bay the right way because because when they're watching the football game and she's like oh phoebe i didn't know you you like green bay or instead of saying green Green bay green bay (laughs) yeah or green bay i don't know it's just very weird yeah well they said it wrong for a family that was supposed to live there yeah no kidding and then that also just reminded me of a league of their own, not a sitcom, but yeah, a, well, it was a sitcom actually. Oh. We were actually oh, actually, you're right. After, yeah. but even I'm, even though it's not exclusive yeah. to Wisconsin, a good part of it takes place in Wisconsin. Yeah, yeah. because you had the Racine bells, yeah. which in the movie they pronounce Racine, of course, yeah. Which oh, Carl Carl always complained to me about, and it's then when I went down there, a, a bunch of people yeah. he knew were like blah blah Racine. I'm like, see, yeah. they say it that way too. So it is a mix. Some people say Racine, some people yeah. say Racine. It's a French name, like a lot of places in Wisconsin. Okay, so. Remember all the Wisconsin drama that happened when Titanic came out? Oh, yes. 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 I mean, that was that was a little that was a lovely humor for us like up here, right? Yes. I mean, yeah. No, uh-huh. people were pissed about it. So, for all those that don't know, for the listeners, um if you remember back uh Jack is his name, right? Yeah. yeah. He he was from Chippewa Falls, Wisconsin. And it it was funny because um the the team that made Titanic was so tedious with their historical information being correct. But there's a scene where Jack talks about falling into Lake Wasoda. Well, Lake Wasoda is a man-made lake and didn't exist when he was alive. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they got so much flack for that. It is pretty entertaining. But yeah. Um, I want to say like the year after, I think during the Pure Water Days, Chippewa Falls actually had like a lookalike contest. And they tried to get him to come out, but Leonardo DiCaprio's like, no, I'm a big movie star. Screw you guys. <laughs> so funny. <laughs> I love that. I'm sure he said it just like okay, that. He was probably nice about it, but then this was when he was younger and he wasn't like dating people half his age. So. <laughs> well, now we just need to get like a group of 25 year olds. Well, no, they need to be younger than 25. Well, just invite them to a dairy breakfast. There right. you go. There yeah. You go. <laughs> I like where you're going with that. Dairy breakfast, indeed. Come on, Leo. All, right, All Leo the young DiCaprio. girls come out. We're bringing you to the dairy breakfast. Uh, any other Wisconsin movie yeah. references, sitcom guys? Uh, Tommy Boy. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Freaking the mayor from Buffy in About Schmidt says he's from Eau Claire, Wisconsin. Yes. And I almost crapped my I pants. I forgot like, about oh, that. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. And did he work at like a foot locker or no, something? No, trade he, home he worked, shoes. He no. worked at a yeah. shoe thing. We're like that like we decided it had to be Mason shoes just because yeah. it's like, oh I'm the owner of such and such shoes. Like, oh well it has to be a That's Mason shoe. So yeah. <laughs> no, that, I forgot about that mm-hmm. until you just referenced it. But yeah, uh Tommy Boy, even though it took place in Sandusky, Ohio, they drive they through drive Wisconsin through. quite a bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think they show the Wayne's Oshkosh sound a couple times. Chip yeah, Wayne's World. It took place in Illinois, oh. but they they Come go up to Milwaukee, yeah. Milwaukee, yeah. if you will. It's always good to have Alice Cooper in Milwaukee. Um, <laughs> bridesmaids. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, that sounded Wisconsin as hell. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. I didn't even try to do that. <laughs> I, oh, yeah. I, I do that. I have like my Wisconsinism slip, and then I'm kind of embarrassed about them. I have a hell of a time saying Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> Without sounding yeah, totally I Fargo. I know. It's ter- Minnesota? Yeah? We're going to go to Minnesota? I suppose Little but. House on the Prairie. So yes, you, say Min- you say Minnesota, not Minipop? 
<laughs> mini pop. Oh, I get it. Oh, I took me a second. Oh, it is funny that the state has soda in the name called soda pop. <laughs> it is. You know, one thing that nobody talked about, but our history of, and I say this in, in a good way, not a bad way, because, you know, whatever. But we also have a hell of a lot of, like, really good name breweries. We got Leinenkugels. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We got Spotted Cow. Spotted, Spotted, cow. Yeah. Spotted cow was on the list. Yeah, my mom's favorite. Mm-hmm. And then is it Miller? Was, what's the the parent brewery? Though? New Glarus. New Glarus. Thank you. Yeah. My yeah, mom likes to call, down there. My mom likes to call Spotted Cow Speckle Heifer. Mm, I like that. Oh, that's cute. But yeah, for those out of the state, Spotted Cow is only in Wisconsin. They, Carl, you may know more about the rule, but they can't serve it out of state, right? They Correct. can't sell it. Sell it out of state. Yeah. yeah. It's not they can't; they won't. That's, oh, it's, it's a personal. They've created thought... the whole. Yeah, no. Okay, it's there's just actually a treat for us. Actually, it's funny because we had to transport Spotted Cow to a family reunion in Texas. I actually read a lot of state laws to make sure we did, could do it. Did you pretend <laughs> you were sure. Smokey and the Bandit? Oh my god, I was just thinking about that. There's only two states that really govern this, and I'm shocked by this mm-hmm. because you think beer, and then you think these states, and you're like, wow. Oregon, okay, yeah, in Pennsylvania. Uh-huh. But I wonder if it's to protect their industries, probably, because everywhere else it's kind of like, well, eh, you got booze in the car, as long as it's closed, not accessible, you're good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but those two states, you can only have so many volume like of of alcohol. But still, I now have this picture of you dressed up as Burt Reynolds with the booze <laughs> in the car <laughs> driving down to Texas, <laughs> and it's beautiful. That's fantastic. beautiful. And uh, Ryan, would you be willing to dress up like Sally Fields? No, because her name's Sally Field. I'm sorry. Yes, <laughs> would you be willing to dress up like Sally Field? <laughs> of course. And then let's be boring. But I'll be weird, and I'll dress up as her as Miranda Hillard in Mrs. Delphire. That's what I'll be wearing. Can we have the Firebird versus the Rav Four? Because that's that wasn't that like sexy. Sure. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> oh I was thinking you would start out in a wedding dress and then slowly. <laughs> I was hoping to... so with the veil just fluttering. Nope. Okay. It's Miranda Hiller or nothing. <laughs> I'll allow it. <laughs> yeah, any other movies or shows? Eh, okay, we can move on to the to the number oh, one topic. Oh, I got one. Oh, go ahead. On the facts of life, mm-hmm. Mrs. Garrett was from Appleton, yeah, Wisconsin. That's right. That's right. Oh, yeah. oh which is why which she's is... like the perfect mentor because she's from Wisconsin. Duh. So that's a, that's a great segue into this. The shout out to other people from Wisconsin. So Tony Shaloub. He was from Green Bay. Mm, yes. And then, um, and this pissed me off. Uh, when, the monk when, guy? Yeah. yeah. Yep. He's from really? Green Bay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. I saw him. There I was this kid off. that was bragging about, he mowed lawns for a living, and he was bragging about mowing Tony Shalhoub's sister's lawn when we lived in Green Bay. And I'm like, ooh, Tony Shalhoub's sister. How awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Um, but then when Willem Dafoe was on SNL, they made reference because he was from Appleton. Oh, okay. And then they did that stupid sketch where they're like, you're not Wisconsin anymore. And he's like, oh, go down to the bubbler. And they're like, yep, here's your Wisconsin. It just pissed me <laughs> off because it's like, we don't fucking talk like that. <laughs> anyway. um, Kristen Johnson. 
Yeah. yeah. From Third Act from the Sun. Bradley Whitford. Bradley Whitford. Yeah. Oh, I forgot. Yeah. yeah. He was, um, Ooh, he, he was he at was Madison. A, he was down in Madison mm-hmm. when we were down there for something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I forgot about that. There's a lot of good Chris ones. Farley. Yeah. Chris Farley. Yeah, yeah Chris Farley. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. Um, Kathy Kinney, Mimi from Drew Carey Show. Oh, yeah. Oh. From Wisconsin. Okay, okay, okay. Cool. I had to look up her name. So no even offense. though, you know, still some references, maybe not the show itself taking place, but lots of... A uh, lot of actors. Yeah. Lot of, yeah. I think it goes back to that Wisconsin creativity. Sure it does. does. Sure does. Speaking Henry of creativity. What? Go ahead, Leah. Henry Houdini. Oh, yes. Yes. That's, yes. I'm Thank glad you, you popped back, that back in my mind, but yeah. Yeah. Because it had escaped. Also... It had escaped my mind. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that tickles me. <laughs> Well, I'm glad it Quite didn't punch frequently. in the stomach. <laughs> he didn't really die from that. I know. <laughs> well, it still sucked. <laughs> it did. It did. We do uh, like some tall tales. You will have Larry the Cable Guy frequent Sterona, Wisconsin yes. at the Teddy Bear Tap. Yep. And he's notorious for every 4th of July. He accidentally lights a like pontoon boat on fire, shooting off fireworks. His fireworks are amazing. Yeah. He married somebody who lives in Wisconsin, so he's not yep. from here, but he owns a right, cabin up but, in Long Lake. Oh. Yep. Nice. Yeah. I know some people that run into him. And and you know Actually, what? They always have really nice... Oh, go ahead. Mm-hmm. sold him a tractor when he worked at Tractor Central. <laughs> oh, cool. Um, yeah, he he worked with him in setting it up for his father-in-law at the time. Cool. So, yeah. I've... I was just saying, though, I'd never heard a bad story about Larry the Cable Guy. Everything no, I've heard. No, he's very about... down to earth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, the state of Wisconsin welcomes him. Thanks for coming here, man. All right. Speaking... Also, Liberace. Yes. yes. Really? Yep. 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 West yep. Dallas. Yep. Milwaukee. Yep. Nice. Wisconsin creativity. Um. Oh, Betty White's husband. Mm. Alan Ludden. Yep. Yeah. He was from. He's actually buried in Wisconsin. Yep. Yeah, and there was they were talking about they were possibly going to bury Betty White yeah, here. Still haven't decided yet. Yeah. So where is she just hanging out? That, that's what people do. I mean, it's it's easy to do. Did now. she get cremated? Yeah. Oh, oh thank okay, God. okay. Yeah. Is that laying in I mean, state. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the queen of television. She I don't should. know. I read like the book about right, Ava yeah. Perone and stuff, and oh, that, that was that like was a whole weird. hot mess. Yeah, so like, weird. poor Betty White. If that were what mm-hmm. was going on, she's like. Yeah. Hanging out in a foreign country, no, like, in someone's attic. No, 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 that was creepy. Speaking of creepy. Yeah, speaking Ooh. of creepy, and back to also Wisconsin creativity, <laughs> our next topic is one of our finest exports. Actually, we pretty much keep it in state, but <laughs> serial killers. <laughs> We've got some good ones. So I'd I mean, like to if, just open this up Also, to... just, in ge- just regular old killers, because so, some of the yeah. most recent ones, they didn't kill a lot, but, like... But they really like made it memorable. So I, I think one that was thrown out by Lisa was um, <laughs> Ed Gein, right? Yeah. That was her favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, well, can I, interrupt I don't you know for if one we should second? say favorite. Oh, I have a serial killer like ten part mini series documentary thing that's like super cheaply made. It wasn't made by like a network. It's just like a sh- cheap like five dollar DVD. But I love it. But the one guy who's like the expert calls him Ed Gein, and I'm like, oh. stop it, stop it. <laughs> that's not his name. It's like that. Dude on the Spanish one, Quetzalcoatl. <laughs> yeah, like, come on, man. <laughs> yeah, but um, Ed Gein. Um, we also had uh, Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah, we all know about him. Um, and then what were some other ones? I'm, I'm like drawing well, a blank. Here. Our most recent one that 
uh, Court really enjoyed and was fascinated by is incarcerated at Techita Women's Prison. Um, Taylor Shabiznis. Yeah. I love her. Not technically. I shouldn't say I love her. That sounds weird. But (laughs) the whole story is just like, mm, say what? Yeah. Yeah. No kidding. Not technically a serial killer, but definitely morbid. Yeah. Yeah. If yeah. you haven't, oh no! Like, I, is this the one on the eastern side of the state? Yes, it was in it was in Green Bay. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yes, yes. Yeah. It was really heinous. Yeah, and yeah. So of course but, that happened in Wisconsin. Yeah, I think that you know what the the, the craziest thing about the Ed Gein thing for me, mm-hmm. not the craziest thing because I'm not the story itself, sure, but like being in the middle of farm country in the middle of nowhere and this happened is cr- like it's crazy. And like, isn't it actually a tourist destination now? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Le- Leah, where you went to school, like that part of the state, that's where like my mom's moving from because yeah. my mom like lives in that area, like the point greater point area. Yep. And there is nothing. I mean, yeah, there's nothing out there. And I remember driving like kind of back from my mom's one night. And I think I was actually heading back to like where I grew up in Racine and I was leaving and it was dark and there was no other cars on the road. And all of a sudden the semi drives past me. It is this white semi and it's just got black letters and it just says Plainfield trucking. Oh. And I was like, Oh, like that was just a, <laughs> but you're cute when you get fidgety, but Ryan and I say a lot, uh, Walking around my property in my skin suit. <laughs> I say that a lot. Also, interesting thing about Ed Gein: mm-hmm. people like serial killer, serial killer, and by some definitions, he would be, but he only killed two people. Oh, he was much more of a grave robber. Yeah. Mm. Oh, sure. So there was more than two yeah. body partsness, but he only killed two people. Not that but that's no, that, many, that's better. Well, actually, I can how many movies were more. made or inspired by his? story like i think because he crafted things out of human flesh is well, like the you know i think that's where the driving storyline mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. deranged in the light of the moon okay so there's psycho deranged yep. in the light of the moon ed gein the butcher of plainfield ed gein the musical <laughs> oh, God. uh rob zombie house of 1000 corpses and the sequel the devil's rejects um, he was the inspiration for many fictional serial killers, most notably Leatherface, uh, Leatherface Norman yeah. Bates, Psycho, Buffalo Bill, The Silence of the Lamb, Garland Green, Con Air, and the character Dr. Oliver Threadson in the TV series American, American Horror Story Asylum. Um, the weird part about Ed Gein, too, like, so he did all this weird stuff because his mother was very abusive and yeah 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 but once he was like in like treat like that treatment but in like an asylum they were like oh he's great he does all the carpentry work and he's just this like well because nice he old went man, to you know mendota oh. mental health institute which is the one in the state right for yeah anyone that's criminally yeah well there's winnebago but like i think that's i don't i don't know wasn't that's silence of the lambs or, also i think that was thrown in there yeah mm-hmm. oh, okay yep yeah, he um, was the inspiration for the person from that. Wait, and he is she a ins- fat person? He inspired <laughs> Slayer's song, Dead Skin Mask. <laughs> and he inspired a, an American grunge band, Tad, to write the song Nipple Belt. I was just going to say, <laughs> is there a song called Nipple Belt? Because that's what I, I don't I know write. why that always tickles us so much. Yes, it was from their name. Did they actually make yeah. Yeah. a belt out of nipples? Yeah. 
Well, what not know you? That. <laughs> it's the perfect to, accessory. I, I still want to see the musical. Eking <laughs> the musical. Yeah, what the hell would that be? <laughs> oh, I'm just imagining like the can can with I don't know. There was Corpses apparently the there is a German <laughs> stage play in Germany. I mean, so he was wide reaching. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, it's wild. There's the Ed Keen the musical trailer. Looks like it came out in 2010. Man. <laughs> that art is amazing. Oh, oh. What musical? Oh, that's what gives me the creeps. <laughs> Ed Gein the musical. How the hell is that a musical? We will have to do a follow-up episode where we watch this and talk about it. Go ahead. Please, let's Awards. Do. One win. <laughs> <laughs> what award is that? a Halloween episode. <laughs> it won the gold award at World Fest Houston. Huh. It does look like it was a satire, though. Yeah. Oh, so is yeah. that kind of like the producers? Was that the it's one? It's like a horror satire. It looks Ugh. like. <laughs> <laughs> huh. Hmm. Interesting. I think Ryan forgets how much I don't like that area of the state. <laughs> That's These fair. days I think, are ours. I think that, might, <laughs> that makes sense now. Like, when I was growing up, I was very afraid of <laughs> being outside by myself because we lived in the country and it was super dark and it was on, we lived on a count, like a county highway. So I was always like, oh my gosh, I gotta hurry up. Like, because I was convinced someone was going to, like, come out of the field and, like, murder me. I think that's the thing. Like, I think, you know, old fairy tales, they talk about, like, the forest being so scary. No, it's a farm field. Farm farm fields. (laughs) Um, I don't know what it, you know, when you're a little kid and everything scares you and then, like, you get a little older and the stuff you used to get, like, well, there's something in my closet. You don't worry about that as much. Why do I worry about that stuff now as I'm older? Like, because, like, I would walk. You've had more time to think about it. I would walk to Gary's house. In the mid, like dead ass middle of the night, just be like, "That's fine." I wouldn't even think about it. Now I'd be like, oh, "I don't know, there's gonna be someone outside." That was a little creepy. Or my dad would drive you home. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I I always tried to like, because Gary's parents would always be like, "Oh, I'll give you a ride home," and I'm like, "No, I want to put my headphones on. I want to go for a walk." Mm-hmm. Yep, I, I remember walk. that. Yeah, I was like, "Screw you guys, I'm gonna walk," <laughs> and that's cool. I I dig it. I was always afraid Top. to walk by myself. I'm afraid of getting attacked. Ooh, the time we walked home from. Leah's house to my house after watching Blair Witch. That was a good time. <laughs> no, and that's the weird part. Like that movie itself, not super scary, but if you go outside afterwards mm. and it's the middle of the night, it's terrifying. <laughs> I Just that. so you know, one of the Wicker Biscuit members is downstairs in their basement oh, alone. That's true. that's true. Filming in an eight by eight blanketed area <laughs> in the dark. <laughs> Are you facing the corner? You yes. have Christmas lights. You it sounded have like a, Christmas lights. Like this is like, if there's you know if there's a tornado and bad weather comes, please reso- like retreat to your eight by eight blanket fort in your basement. <laughs> yes. Courtney, is there a fifty-five gallon drum next to you? <laughs> Does it have lube or a body? In it? <laughs> or both? Let's hope for lube. <laughs> it could be both. You never God. know. Or a nipple belt. I, I, I was going to say the nipple belt thing. Made me so I, I need to learn more about the nipple belt. I'm... Okay. So my, I, I have like um, the 2003. Don't look it up because I can see it and I'm alone in my basement. I don't, know, I don't know if there's pictures of it. I've never seen a picture of it. But there's a the 2003. Oh, God. Oh, God. 
<laughs> it's not as exciting as I thought. I feel like his craftsmanship could be better. That's really a nipple I don't belt, know. I don't isn't know if it? But the pictures in the middle, is that the nipple belt? God. I don't know. I think so. I'm by myself at my pace. Don't look. How did he make it? What did he use to craft it? Nipples? Well, I, I know, but like, was it, you know, does he have a sewing machine? What kind of like fasteners did he use? Probably anything you would find on the farm. Floral Ford. Oh. <laughs> MSG. But that's, I mean, part of the. Well, yeah. Yeah. I suppose you're, just, you're making a leather belt, but you're using the skin of the nipple. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what about yeah. the nip of the skipple? Mm-hmm. No, I I can't um, sew anything. I don't know why I'm even at like asking as though like I have any expertise. My mom made my so like sewing project. <gasps> Is it done? So, and now you have to hmm? you have to forfeit all your diplomas because you didn't really graduate. Leah, were you not wanting to look at it either? Correct. Okay, <laughs> it's all done. It's done. <laughs> can we cleanse our palate? And yes. I can say like a couple more famous people from Wisconsin. Yeah, that'd be oh, great. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Famous for positive. And then look uh, at, if you look on the Mark screen. Ruffalo? Mark Ooh, Ruffalo? Yep. Mark Ruffalo's Mark from Wisconsin. Yeah. Who is that? Ooh. Remind me. He's got one of the best Adam's apples in the business. Oh, Thank you very much. 13 going on 30. I love him. Oh. And he's in Poor Things. He's the Hulk. Okay. Just came out. Oh, uh, sure. I don't do those right? things, but yes. He's the Hulk. Yes. Yeah. Okay. In the Marvel. Oh, he's you know. so cute. Yeah. Kenosha. Okay. Um, uh, Gene Wilder. Yeah. I feel like it's a pretty good win for us. That's mm-hmm. a very good win. Mm-hmm. And what was the other one? I feel like there was one more. Oh, uh, Bradley Whitford. Yeah, we said that. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a good one to mention again, though. Yeah. But J.J. Watt and his brothers <laughs> are from Wisconsin. Oh, Tony Romo. Oh, yeah, Tony Did Romo. Justin Vernon. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, Justin yeah. Vernon, yep. Yeah. I well, also want to say that like when I did a little though, Google search right? of... like. Famous people from Wisconsin, uh, Wausau Daily Herald article came up titled, um, like, famous, like, central Wisconsin people. And the third most famous person from central Wisconsin, from Rudolph, Wisconsin, is Dick Trickle. Oh, oh yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The old Dick Trick. Yeah, the racer. Or the NASCAR I don't have any NASCAR idea who that is. You guys know who that He's is? A race- he, he was a yeah. NASCAR yeah. racer. Yeah, yeah. raced okay. a lot, all the series. Okay. You know, Bob Wickman... Went to my high school. Yeah. Bob Wickman was a relief pitcher. <laughs> he was really a, That's good, true. He was no, a good pitcher. There's a lot of there's a lot of definitely major league players. And one of my friends was his cousin. Oh cool. So yeah, Bob Wickman. Good oh. guy. I don't know, whatever. Well, that's a good thing to bring back around. Yeah. I definitely bought cheese in Rudolph, Wisconsin. <laughs> I don't know where that is. It's where Dick Trickle's from. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. Do you think they have a sign? Do they have a sign, Leah? <laughs> Buy cheese and talk about Dick. <laughs> <laughs> All your needs met in Rudolph, Wisconsin. Perfect. What's oh, in Wood County? I say that as yeah, well. Yeah, it's not that far from Stevens Point. Population, 439. Ooh, Patsy's Bar and Bowl. Well, that's about all that there. That's there. There's not a lot there. Is there Shout a, out to Patsy's. Is there a stop and go area there? <laughs> <laughs> we can only hope. Do you think know? Do you think Dick Trickle like just zooms right through there? I think he's passed. <laughs> yeah, I think he passed away a couple years. He probably oh. trickles. Yeah. Is he alive? Well, actually, sorry, I, if I remember right, he had a pretty tragic end, so we yeah. might want to cut some oh. of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm oh, sorry, Dick Trickle. Sorry, Dick. No worries. It's all right. You, you didn't know. Does he have family? Are there other trickles? <laughs> no, oh, he was the only trickles. one. 
It is pretty crazy. Um, Alan Kowicki was the last independent NASCAR driver to win the championship. And he was from like Greenfield, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. But he died a year later in a like plane crash. Yeah, so. That's too bad. But yeah, I remember in middle school, not even really watching NASCAR, but thinking the name was hilarious. So I was like, yeah, Dick Trickle. So yeah, I... I when I first I read it, I thought better. it said Dick Tickle. Oh yeah, that's <laughs> uh, Which was equally as funny, so. All right, let's lighten the mood here. So does anybody have any favorite Wisconsin vacations? See, Every single one of the state parks. Oh yeah, absolutely. absolutely. It is a beautiful state, and I have on here Amnicon Falls because that's my personal favorite. But you're right; we've got great state parks. Um, Our most visited is actually the shirt I'm wearing tonight is Devil's Lake mm-hmm. down in where our capital is. Yeah, in Dell's area too. Yep, yep, yep. yeah, yep. yeah. I have here on Wisconsin Dell's yeah. too. It's like, why in the world would there be a spot in Wisconsin which? I know it's warm today, but typically is freezing cold most of the year. And they're like, hey, let's make this the water park capital of America. (laughs) (laughs) It makes no sense, but it just works. Yeah, I think once you had the regular tourism in there, you're trying to think, like, how can I you know, capitalize that during the winter? Yeah. And it's a good, I mean, where the population is in the state, it's a pretty good accessible point. It's kind of the middle. Yeah, Wisconsin Dells. Shout out to Wisconsin Dells. Awesome place. Um, We're actually going down there. Not too End long. of February. Yeah. We're going to be staying at one of the water park. Well, and that's the thing. Now they're all freaking indoor water parks because yeah. they wanted to run all year. Yeah. I give a shout out to the eastern part of the state, though. Door County is awesome. Yeah. Oh, Door yeah. County is um, yeah. I love Peninsula State Park. Yeah. Love it. Yeah. Well, and then like Two Rivers, Manitowoc area. Um, mm-hmm. Algoma, Wisconsin is beautiful. Yeah. Those areas are good. What was that one that we You saw? know, I'm a Bayfield girl. Bayfield. Yeah. yeah. Bayfield. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and we're on the side of two great lakes, so mm-hmm. like all that shoreline is just gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Although Sheboygan's dicey. <laughs> it's either super nice or meth. <laughs> Have any of you been to House on the Rock? Is that worth yep. a, yes. a oh, trip? Yes. It's, it's awesome. That's really cool. Yeah. Actually, I kind of want to do that this In summer. the Sheboygan area, shout out to this, it's the only place in the world where you can freshwater surf. Yes. There's oh. a spot in Lake Michigan where it comes in and the waves are big enough where you can actually surf on them. Yep. And it is the only freshwater place in the world that you can surf. Yeah. So that's pretty cool. No, there's a lot of unique areas there. It and is a lot beautiful. of history. A lot of history in a lot of places. Yeah. I mean, where I grew up, a lot of industry, you yeah. know. Can't you tour the Kohler place and look at their toilets? Yeah. Mm-hmm. They have a museum. Yeah. So bathroom enthusiasts. Bet you they got some bubblers too. I bet they do. And I bet it's wonderful. <laughs> and I bet that they will not think I'm weird for calling them bubblers. No, they, they will think they will call you're a weirdo. Maybe. Uh, what was that state park that we stayed at? It's like... Oh, the one that's like on the border of Minnesota? Well, it, it was actually really cool. Like Wisconsin and Minnesota kind of teamed oh, up. It's, it's like inter- right inter- on the St. Inter- Croix River. Yes. Yeah. Yep. So like there's the there's the Minnesota side of the state park and there's the Wisconsin side. We, of the should, state do, park. we should do that there's this Patterson year. There's Patterson Park somewhere in there. Oh, God. Patterson's awesome. But interstate, they've got a they've got a paddle wheel. Because that's that's that on the St. Croix River, right? Yeah, Ooh. yeah. I think the one thing I want to say, just because mm-hmm. it's Wisconsin, wonderful yeah. history. Let's do it. The night of the Chicago fire, mm-hmm. the Chicago fire, right? Even bigger than the Chicago fire. Somehow, even though they were not started, happened right at the same time. Yeah, yeah. That that I is did not crazy. Hear about this? You Can you, you I don't know about the Pestico fire? No. 
Oh. I don't know either. Oh. Well, I think I grew up near there. Yeah. Like, we were well, very we close to Peshtigo. As much as I hate serial killers, I hate the look of fire. Don't do it. Don't do it. Nope, nope, nope. No Peshtigo fire. Oh. There is some theory on, like, weather pattern that hit, mm. but they're not quite, you know. Yeah, there was no Lady O'Leary, though, no, right? No, no. At least mm-hmm. not in Chicago. Oh, so that that's even fake in Chicago. Yeah. Oh, so, dang. Courtney, the Peshtigo fire was a large forest fire in 1871 in Peshtigo. So that's in northeast Wisconsin, but it engulfed a lot of, it included a lot of the southern half of the Door Peninsula and other parts of Upper Peninsula of Michigan. Um, but Peshtigo was the large, like the largest community um, that was affected. So the fire burned about 1.2 million acres and was the deadliest wildfire in recorded history with wow. the number of deaths estimated between 1,500 and 2,500. Um, oh. Wow. So, yeah, like, they are they don't know the exact number of deaths. Um, there were, like, mass graves and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, wow. But the cause was small embers from sl- slash-and-burn agriculture caught up in drafts from unusually high winds during a period of extremely dry, drought-like conditions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. So it was a huge fire um, that, like, we just no one really knew about Peshtigo. Mm-hmm. The Chicago fire oh. happened, so right, all the newspapers were covering the Chicago fire. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So following the fire, it took days for help to arrive. Um, by the time the word got to Madison, most of the officials and their aid were going to Chicago. Yeah, that's too bad. Mm. And Peshtigo's a really nice little town. Peshtigo is a nice town. I had a nice meal in Peshtigo yeah. with Amanda's dad. It was wonderful. Yeah, it was, it was, it was really, like a it was German a supper club. It was a German themed supper club, no less. And it was very good. Them damn fibs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no kidding. I think the one last thing, I think just because we're talking about Wisconsin, mm-hmm. just a shout out to the tribal nations of Wisconsin. Sure. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. the community and the culture of Wisconsin, it just wouldn't be the same. Yeah. It's, it's really a special place we live in. Just this last week. I and I think this is a little bit old news, but it was on PBS and I didn't know about it. But there was a lake that was named like Squaw Lake, and it got One of the renamed. Federal ones that was changed. Yeah, yeah. and and I oh, and we talked early in this podcast felt, about that um, up by Courtney yep. there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Rice Lake. Yeah, yeah. And I, but I felt terrible because I didn't realize like how offensive the name was. Yeah. So then when I learned that, I'm like, oh God, I'm glad I know, and and thank you PBS for covering that. Well, in, right. a pl- in a place in Wisconsin where you have so many communities that are named. What's the new name of that lake? Do we uh, know? Pussy Lake. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't think I it's I would that. love it if it was Pussy Lake. <laughs> but uh, I think that a lot of the a lot of the cool city names that we have that people say, you know, in the TikToks, you know, how funny they are pronounced and stuff. It's it's beautiful. It's part of who we are in Wisconsin. <laughs> Shout out to them for renaming that lake. <laughs> you okay, Courtney? Courtney? Oh my god! <laughs> she's still la- la- she's still laughing at pussy. Lake. You're still laughing at <laughs> pussy. Lake. God, I thought you were having a medical emergency. <laughs> no. Okay. Oh my god! <laughs> Just please. <laughs> oh my god it's now called amber lake amber thank you <clears throat> Courtney. next time you gotta like let me know if you're having a medical emergency <laughs> if you're just laughing 
Oh, oh my man. god. Don't tell her about twat we'll flaps flowage. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. Oh, the Green Bay Gazette had all the changes. <laughs> Is that the Press Gazette? The Green Bay Press Gazette? Yep. Right. Yeah, that's our hometown newspaper. Who wants, who wants I used to read the comics in there every week. <laughs> who, wants, who wants to dive into some biscuits? Um, 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 um. All right, on that note, we will take a break and we'll be back for biscuits. All right, we're back. Now, before we go into our biscuit basket, I want to just give a shout out to our listeners. Thank you guys for listening. Our our downloads have gone through the roof recently, and I've noticed our fourth largest market right now, of all places, is Ireland. Ooh. <laughs> so, shout out to Ireland. Thanks for listening, guys. I don't know if anybody told you, but uh, at least according to Ancestry.com, I'm 60% Irish. So, there's a little bit of argument about how much Irish there is there between the families, but uh, yeah, 60%. So, uh, uh, thank you. And we love your butter. Oh God, we love Irish butter. That when we say when we have a buttered biscuit, it is it's, Irish butter. It is Irish butter. Thanks, Ireland. So thank you guys. Definitely not margarine. But all those other no, absolutely all those other not. regions and countries. I mean, I mean, if you want to start a little competition, step up your game. We'll take it. We'll take <laughs> and let it. us know what kind of butter you've got. But that, that that's the kind of thing you're gonna get. If if all of a sudden I see somewhere else coming up, I'm gonna give a shout out to you guys. So. Um, also big shout out. We did have our first, uh, listener submitted topic. Um, Loretta G had submitted that she wants us to do a topic on funny, uh, police. What's, what's police the police blotters? Yeah yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, now nice. side note, we already had that as something written down, but that actually reinforces that there was a good topic idea. What about Thanks. funny <laughs> getting pulled over stories too? Cause I got a couple of those. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But thank you, guys. Yeah. Thank you guys for actually shouting back. We appreciate it. And uh, on that note, how about we dive into some biscuits? Ooh. So, Amanda, can we start with you? Uh, sure. So, I um, have a buttered biscuit. Um, it's not really all that exciting. But I ordered some cards that are thank you cards because I love thank you cards and sending letters. And um, I'm going to write a letter to Dr. My colorectal surgeon, and I had to get the perfect thank you card, so I got him one from Etsy that says I've got to say thanks, and it has a picture of the intestines, and I hope that he Aww. likes it because there's nothing I love more than a punny punny card, and I'm gonna send him a picture of his namesake Ruggles the dog. Aww, intestines. I love it. What? Can you say that again, Leah? You're not gonna send a picture of your intestines. Well, I could send him a picture of my stoma. I did send uh, several pictures of my stoma recently to about three different providers at Mayo Clinic. Uh, so they have several photos of that. And I guess also a biscuit would be that the stoma nurse was very helpful today. And oh. she does not think that my stoma looks awful. It looks Hooray. different. Yay. But apparently stomas come in all shapes and sizes. <laughs> Your nice. stoma has always been beautiful to me, Amanda. Well, thanks. It's it's definitely weird now, though. So we'll work on it. Thanks. Well, thank you. Thank you for sharing. Yes. Rypai, do you have any biscuits for my ears? Ooh. I just pictured you, like, with Princess Leia with their biscuits. <laughs> <laughs> now he's confused. I think we need to make a picture of that. Um, I have a buttered biscuit. 
Oh, yeah? And it's that tomorrow evening, I'm going to Azul Tequila <gasps> to eat delicious Mexican food with my mother and my boyfriend. Ooh. Mm-hmm. I Do it. I get to come, too? That's you, silly. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> Ooh, I love. <laughs> Not a huge biscuit, but it's what I came up with. That's a good biscuit. <laughs> no, no, no. I love Azul Tequila. R- Ryan's earned it this week. I've gotten to come home to some pretty cool meals. Not tonight. Actually. So that was pretty nice. Not to steal Courtney's thunder, because it is her thunder, but she's got a gift to give you eventually, <gasps> and Azul Tequila plays a role in that oh, gift. Oh, goodness. Yes. yes, absolutely. Yeah. So, is it a picture of Poppy? We have well, nicknames for the waiters, and Poppy oh, yeah. is just very, very attractive. Oh, man. Hi, Poppy. And he always likes to smile at us. And mm-hmm. like, I love him. Oh. I like that. Hey, hey, Poppy. Carl? Um, I'm going to make a pan of biscuits. I just want to say thank you to all of my friends that are listening and all the friends in this room and on this pod. Um, It's been a wild month helping my mom move, and I am drained emotionally, physically, and y'all just keep me going, so I appreciate it. And, like, no one's, like, trying to over-make everything, like, roses. Everyone's just kind of being very supportive, though, so it's really nice. So thanks. Mm -hmm. You bet. Um... Courtney? Well, I have two biscuits. I have one that is very well buttered with Irish butter, of course. <laughs> um, first of all, this is my first time recording from what I am just going to be calling the Wicker Warehouse. Yeah. Um, it, it has Wicker in it. It's a little recording studio that Gary helped me kind of put together. Mm-hmm. And um, it's been kind of fun. It's kind of cozy. It's nice. I like it. I got to say, because we recorded the very first episode of Courtney and Gary's Pop and Cherries in that studio, and the audio came out great. Awesome. Yeah. So, yeah, we got the Biscuit Bakery and the Wicker Warehouse now, so I'm really excited about that. And um, I have a burnt biscuit. Actually, it's my husband's burnt biscuit. Yeah. So, um, a couple, well, let's say three weeks ago. Now, already, my husband, and he's going to love that I'm telling you all this, but (laughs) I know that, you know, the Wicker Biscuit people will never tell anybody outside of this room, right? Right, right, right. Um, But uh, a few weeks ago, my husband, he started having really bad tummy, like, pains. And um, what makes this horribly funny, I I am such a bad person. Um, First of all, Brandy didn't fix it. No. <laughs> um. So he he said his stomach really hurt, and you know, and I'm like, oh, you know, well, maybe you just need to have a good poop. He's like, well, I haven't pooped in three days, so I spent a week giving him stool softeners, and I was like so close to getting him some magnesium <coughs> citrate just to get him take a big healthy shit. Now one night he woke up and he's just like just writhing in pain like unbelievable pain he's he can't sit down he can't lay down he's just pacing the house and i'm like great you have a you have a blockage you you know you just you know we we got to do something about this so he's in so much pain i take him to the er in the middle of the night and i'm like yep i'm sure you're blocked this isn't good you know your intestines are just dying you know they're all twisted and i just have this big thing planned out in my head so after a week of trying to make him shit, I found out he has a kidney stone. Oh, no. <laughs> I was feeding him stool softeners for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> so not only is 
he like shitting? <laughs> Well, I mean, that's still, that's healthy and good. Right? Being it's at your, oh, go ahead. Just giving me the stink eye, like, this whole time, you said I was full of shit. Well, anyways, we've we've come to, we've we've named the kidney stone Guadalupe, and um, she was supposed to be Mm. birthed today. However, they began the surgery, and after about 15 minutes of surgery... I get a message from the like Mayo like little health app thing that says the surgery is now closed, and I'm like, well, this the, it it's going to take about like an hour to remove this kidney stone. So I'm like, 15 minutes, something's not right, and I'm starting to panic. The surgeon brings me back, and he says, I just want you to know we weren't able to retrieve it. It's got to go back. After another week, and they're going to try again. Oh, my goodness. So, Guadalupe is still... (laughs) Oh, my gosh. That's awful. Is it, like, too big or is it too embedded? Like, Um, Didn't you say it was, like, five millimeters? Yeah, it's five millimeters big. That feels um, big, yeah. Can't they do the thing where, like, it breaks it up? Well, oh, we we asked about that. I've asked two different people. I'm like, I know that there's this machine that can yeah. kind of it like, like pulverize it. And I was told both times we don't have access to that equipment. What happens oh, is occasionally we can borrow it from um, oh my God. Minnesota, from the cities, but we can't borrow it anytime soon. Mm. So, yeah. That's um, garbage. Fuck. Right? <laughs> so, uh, it's it's stuck like at the top of like at, right at the base of the kidney and it it hasn't came down and they can't reach it and yeah is it blocking something um because I, well, I have a kidney stone that apparently they're just like oh it's just hanging out the bottom of your kidney it's just gonna stay oh. there and i was like oh cool i don't i i don't know but they said that basically they tried to go up into like the tube from the bladder to the kidney and they said it's too narrow it's too inflamed oh so they couldn't get up into the kidney. Are they giving him some Flomax? Oh, yeah. He's been on that for about two, three weeks. Oh, geez. Already. From Courtney's colon blow to Flomax. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gotta, he was so mad. Gotta keep that stuff Gosh, opened now, up. What now, our deal? I when mean, you have him occupied on the toilet, is he at least kind enough to print obituaries from the toilet? No, he, he does not have the courtesy. Oh. No. Mm-mm. No, no. But, so hopefully next week when they try it again. Oh, that's yeah. horrible. Are they giving him like some good pain meds at least to manage? He's on a couple of them. Okay. Yeah. So, but he that's... usually doesn't like to take anything. Well, he should. Yeah. 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 He needs to just take one. That's awful. Yeah. But at least we we've, we've got him off the stool <laughs> softener now, so that's good. He's appreciating that. <clears throat> well, some of those pain meds can stop constipate you. you. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Right, but and then it's like weeks of recovery after removal too. So I mean, he's not even—he's yeah. still at the beginning of all this. Yeah. Right, and right now they put a stent in. Ooh, that so sucks. he's dealing with the uncomfortableness of that mm-hmm. too. That's really uncomfortable. Oh man. Yeah. Well, yeah. my my heart goes out to you, Courtney, and your family, and uh huh. I feel for and you. And I had to like tell him the whole story, so my stupid mind like goes right to I. One of my vices is watching um, the Hank Hill, you know, whatever. What's that called? King of the Hill. And I'm like, you have a narrow urethra. <laughs> He's like, shut up. <laughs> but I still love you, Lyle. <laughs> Even though he has a narrow urethra. 
Oh, boy. Yeah. Any more? I mean, from you, no, Courtney. All I've right. done enough. Perfect. Let's, <laughs> let's hand this off to Leah, then. I forgot what mine was. And <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh. oh. Um, so I've been on a couple of dates with someone who Ooh. I find quite fetching, Ooh. and it's going nice, Aww. and it's cute, and I like it. That's wonderful. I love describing somebody as fetching, so I applaud that. That's a great adjective. We went on a date to an arcade bar, um, which was quite loud and not super good, (coughs) but kind of fun for the games and the, um, I almost said ping pong. No, the pinball. There we go. Pinball. I like pinball. I also really like some good um, uh, air hockey. That's another one of my go-tos. I don't know that I saw fucking air hockey there, or like... It was like, um, it wasn't like live, like physical air hockey. It was like robot screen air hockey. Oh, interesting. And like, I don't know. It didn't trip my trigger. Because I do also like some air hockey. I tried to convince, uh, when my friend Tiffany was moving a couple summers ago, they have this big room in their basement and I was trying to convince them to put something cool in it like an air hockey table and I kept finding stuff on Craigslist or Facebook Marketplace and I was like ooh a shuffleboard table for 10 bucks it's huge it'll take up half the room I found it for you (laughs) and I bring it and she's like no (laughs) I'd be like I found an air hockey table it also converts into a foosball table can I bring it to your house? She's like, no. Can you give it to their children for a gift? I mean, should. Then they can't say no. And be like, it's not, it's not yours it's to not say. It's not for you. Don't be like that. Just remind them it's for the people. It's for the people. It's for the people who reside here. Want to play some shuffleboard? Yeah. I'm just saying that phrase will get you far in life. If somebody's arguing with you, be like, hey, it's for the people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Great. Yeah, that's all I got. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Well, that leaves me, so I'll go into my biscuit. My biscuit is the last couple weeks I've been going over to hang out with Courtney, help her with her studio, do some stuff, Mm -hmm. but we've been going to bingo. So I've been getting lots of bingo in, and I've been eating popcorn and drinking Diet Coke and Uh dabbing with the best of them. And Courtney can... um, she can uh, attest to this that I've got weird rituals with how I I, I dab them. Um, if we're doing oh a, my gosh, <laughs> if we're doing a pattern and there's a number that gets called, I have to dab it, even though it does it won't count in that pattern or that round that we're doing because it's like the four corners or the stamp or whatever. So it's it's in a spot where it doesn't count. I don't care. I have to dab it, but I, I need it to be separate. So I dab it with just the corner. And Courtney laughs at me every time. And the I, first time it had to be a different color. Yeah, you had a color scheme. I, I scaled going. back the first time. I actually had two. I was double fisting it. <laughs> and if it was a legit possible win, I would dab it with my blue. And if it wasn't, it was the orange one. And it seems very involved. It got too crazy, so I started just doing just the corner. Um, but it's it brought it brought me joy. And I'll do anything just to make Courtney giggle. So I. I I took it as a win, and that was my buttered biscuit. I got to play some bingo and make Courtney chuckle. Uh-huh. Now, it was good times. You actually did win one round, didn't you? Yeah, I won $10. Ooh. Uh-huh. Oh, yeah. How much does it cost to play bingo? Like 20-something? Oh, my god! No, it's 15. Why 15? are you not bringing me home more money? <laughs> I don't win shit. Oh. Well, you better get on it. But I, It's a tough game. We're going to be extending. Oh, first Jesus. of all, Courtney and I will be going more 
it's Sunday nights. I want Brian and Carl and Amanda and I want everybody to come. Have you met Ryan LeMay? I'm an old bastard and <laughs> I like the bingo where you slide the little windows. Oh, yeah. My church oh. used to have that. Because that way when it's the pattern, you can block out the ones you don't need and then they're already done. You don't have to worry about it and you don't even have to look at them. You just look for the ones that you have. He's also a tough customer well, on a Sunday night. I want you to show up with your true. own board and see what they do. <laughs> well, they're a Gary, he there. can tune you in on his system. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's for, for the people. someone who doesn't even like to have pens in their office, mm-hmm. for you to have multiple colors of the dauber things. In all fairness, I don't. Courtney brings them. I want to have but his for you to utilize them from now on. That's ridiculous. It is. Tiffany and I went to bingo at a bar down here in in Madison, and um, it was close to 4th of July, so you don't have to pay anything to play, or maybe it was like 2 bucks or 5 bucks. It was cheap, Um, and I won, and so I think it was like, you get a free drink, because it was at a bar, and then I won a DVD copy of the movie 300. (laughs) (laughs) And, no, no, this, this is a good story. Oh, fancy. And... Also, uh, some fireworks, including the snakes. And then we went home and I made some paper planes and we lit the snakes on the plane. So they were snakes on a plane. Nice. Uh, (laughs) And then didn't you end up with the movie? Yes, I did. Yeah. So it was a very fruitful enterprise. She's like, I won this playing bingo. And so when she started telling the story, I was like, I wonder if that's when she won that movie. (laughs) Yep. That's awesome. I do secretly love that it's just Gary and I sitting alone at a table and all of the little old biddies, they know that they know me from being there. I have a few family members that frequent the joint. So a lot of them recognize me and I can just see them like, who is that? Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't Weird know. Like it's scandalous. I did love we, it. Did we play bingo when you, y'all got married? Is that when we went to Oneida? Um, we, I did. We went just we went. you and me. Oh, and it was not, I don't think their wedding. Oh, it was after a wedding, though. Mm. I was just thinking that. Yeah, I've, I've, the only time I've ever been to the Oneida was for a wedding reception. Otherwise, I've only been there that one time. It was a culture shock when you've been used to for like over a decade of not having people smoke in public places to walk mm. into a place. Yeah, like, <coughs> yep. Yep, yep, absolutely. It was really great because it was the old fashioned like banquet tables, but you're separated by an aisle. Mm-hmm. That's where smoking on that side. Smoking, <laughs> I was smoking on this side. Nice. It was like I was in the Keeping 80s. it classy. <laughs> Indeed. That was the first time I ever experienced the fact that there are different shapes for bingo. <coughs> oh. Because they were like, oh, this yeah. is an airplane. I'm, this, this round is airplane. I'm like, what does that even right. mean? Yeah. It's not just the... the... Yeah, there, there's... What was there? Crazy kite, snowflake. Yeah. Um, six pack. Six wow. pack. It's um, way more than that. What I, I call the rim job, which is just a large picture frame. See, we just call that one picture frame at my grandma's place that she mm-hmm. bingos at. Yeah. Picture mm-hmm. frame, postage stamp. But we have all, a turtle. I'll keep you in posted for when we go and you're all invited. Like it if we all wore trashy t shirts. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like mine will be like Gary's broad. Mm-hmm. You know, Gary. I am so close to going. I actually have already looked on the Facebook marketplace. I'm trying to find a cricket because I want to make us all homemade t shirts. Didn't, didn't they say on Thursday it's in. So we could actually meet halfway. Yeah. It's not quite halfway, but I don't know. Just food for thought. Um, on that, I think we're done, right? Yeah. All right. Uh-huh. So with that, we say good night. <laughs> Drink your water. Bye. Good night. Good night, everyone. Good night, everyone. <laughs>
Thank you for listening to Wicker Biscuit, a podcast Ahoy production. The producers of Wicker Biscuit are Ryan LeMay, Gary Putnam, and Courtney Holub. Executive producer is Gary Putnam. Recording and editing was done by Gary Putnam. Check out our social media for updates on upcoming pods and for clips and other media referenced in this episode. Because sharing is caring, the links can be found in the episode note. Check it out! Thanks again from everyone at the Wicker Biscuit family.